Welcome back to Two Tarot Nerds. This is a podcast with me, Jolie, and my friend Di, where we sort of talk about tarot, but really just talk about the experience of being human. This week, we chatted about what it's like when you don't want to sit in the messy middle part of transformation, working on noticing what's present, and also how sometimes just noticing isn't enough. You have to actively go look at the things you're shoving in a corner. So if you want to hear two friends talk about life, tarot, and everything in between, sit back, get a snack, and enjoy. One quick announcement, actually, before we head into the episode, I'm opening up places again for coaching starting in September. So if you're working through any of the themes that we talk about in these episodes, things like navigating transitions, learning to trust, letting go of people-pleasing tendencies, I'd love to work with you. There will be a link in the description for how you can reach out to me. Okay, this is your reminder before we get started that there's probably some adult language in this episode. So if that's something you're concerned about or you have people around you who might not want to hear that, please pop in your headphones and then go ahead and dive in. All right, shall we start another week the way we always start with what we're bringing to the table? Uh, How are you today, Di? I am, I don't know how I am. (laughs) That's a good question. I so after like two months of no rain here and way, way, way too many hundred degree days, it finally like rained the end of last week and more yesterday. And I am very grateful because we need the rain so much. But I didn't get to go for a walk this morning like I normally do because I could not face the and like literally, I mean this. 98% humidity <laughs> and still 74 degrees. So like, oh, I just, and I forget because it is sunny here so much that when it is not that my body, my brain, I don't know what it is like. It's used to that sunshine. And so it gets a little grumpy <laughs> when it's not there for a couple of days. And I'm like, but it's so much like not so hot and then but it's gray so can we just not have like nice like sunny not too hot not too humid I just want it to be nice (laughs) so yeah I'm feeling a little ranty about that still adjusting my younger kid is back at school now and that's good um but bringing up new and interesting things that we haven't, you know, had in a while. And so <laughs> just trying to get settled back into a routine again and <clears throat> all that sort of stuff. How are you? <laughs> I am. Today is one of those days that's like really indicative of the complexity of being a human. I am mm-hmm. both like deeply, deeply good and also just really moody today. Um, it's, <laughs> it's just a point in my cycle where I'm just a little bit more grumpy about things than I like. I'm not, there's not even anything I'm grumpy necessarily about. I'm just like, yeah, just a grumpy bear today. So I'm both like, it's the both end of it. I am, I am really good and I am, yeah, a little bit moody today. Yeah, I think I'm, so we're recording this on 
Well, actually, this week we're recording it on Tuesday. And so Virgo season has hit. And I'm really feeling the loss of my Leo season on just like a deep level. It doesn't make sense. There, It's just, there shouldn't be any difference. But yeah, I just really am like feeling the acknowledgement of like summer is coming to an end. And that playfulness and that fun is coming to an end. And I have to get a little bit more serious about work and what am I doing and how am I making money and all of those things and all of the like stuff that back to school brings up. So yeah, I'm, I'm a complex little human today with lots of feelings. <laughs> uh, you are absolutely not alone in that. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. This stuff, I, part of my journaling this morning really at least on a surface level, does not seem to have anything to do with my cards. It might be in there and I just haven't connected it yet. But one of the big struggles, and I thought of it as soon as you said Virgo season, I'm like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Because one of the things that we are having challenges with is um, my younger daughter is definitely my rebel child. And back to school brings up a whole lot of things that she does not agree with. <laughs> um, and I am having a hard time because like, what do you do when like there's rules and you don't agree with them and trying to balance that whole, like, well, but some rules are important, you know, for people to live together in society, but like, what do you do about the stupid ones like dress codes? <laughs> And like, I spent so much of my life just following rules because they were rules. And I don't want her to be like that. And also, I don't want her to get in trouble on a daily basis. And I'm like, oh, of course, that all of that coming up makes a lot of sense with, with Virgo season. And so I'm just like, Ugh, this parenting stuff is hard. Because <laughs> I don't want her to like, start off with the same crap that I did. <laughs> she'll get enough of her own but yeah I yeah that transition from like fun to you know how do you balance all that stuff Ugh. yeah little rebel children are a particular challenge and I sort of always um I have a little rebel child as well and um and when we say rebels we're in general talking about uh Gretchen Rubin's four tendencies framework um and rebels are the category that don't necessarily respond well to internal or external expectations. Um, so it's not that they're like bad children or always breaking the rules. It's just like this need to not be told what to do. Um, and <laughs> Pretty so, much, yeah. So the, the example I always give um, <laughs> when my littlest, who's my rebel child, was young, he was sat on the stairs one time putting on his shoes in that age where like, Kids are learning to do things independently, but it takes them forever. And I made the mistake of saying, hurry up and get your shoes on. We have to go. And he looked at me, <laughs> took the shoe that he had on and took it off. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's just they're, they're not doing it on purpose. It's just this thing of like, I, I have to do the opposite of what you've just told me. And so... um 
Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I had forgotten that. That's definitely part of what I'm bringing today as well. Okay, so diving into our cards this week, it is my week to go first. Questions for this week were, how can I be more present with what's here and now? Kind of leaning into the like, things are really good, and how can I sit with what's really good? Because sometimes that can be a challenge for a lot of us, um, to just let things be good and pleasant and lovely. So How can I be more present with the here and now? What energy am I being invited to move forward towards? And then leaning back into my favorite question, what is the river that's connecting these two? So like, what is the, what is the flow between them? What is underneath them? And okay, so what came up for how can I be more present with the here and now? I got temperance, which is major arcana been seeing quite a few major arcanas lately. We've, we've gone through a few of them. Temperance is a, a little bit of a new one. Temperance is usually the image has a figure and they're standing in sort of an impossible position, one foot on the ground, one foot in water. They're maybe pouring from one cup to another cup in some way, but usually the water is flowing in a way that is like against gravity. Like there's a real kind of just this figure is defying the laws of gravity or defying the laws of balance imagery. But one of my favorite depictions of temperance is in the Cosmic Cycles Tarot. And in that imagery, it is a woman doing a yoga pose. And what it kind of always makes me think of is how you can't force the shapes in yoga. Like your body is going to do what your body is going to do. And that forcing anything never helps. Like the point is not to make the perfect shape or to, to do it as per the picture, like it's to find that within yourself and like your version of that. And that might vary from day to day and finding like what feels good. And so there's this real sense for me of just like leaning into or like relaxing into whatever is, whatever is in the here and now of yeah, there's no, there's no real struggle. There's no real force. Yeah, so temperance sits between death and the devil. And yeah, I think, and this will kind of tie into some of the other cards that I drew, but I think there can be an urge after we have moved through death, after we have like, ended something so something new can begin, there can be this urge to rush that or to want to have it figured out or to want to like have that roadmap. There can just be like this, all right, I ended the thing. I like know what I'm starting. So like, let me jump to the end of the book. And like temperance is this real energy of just 
letting it unfold in like this weird, like time doesn't exist type of way. Like, yeah, it, it is that just because there is that like impossibility about it all or just like something that doesn't make sense about it all. And it's like you don't need to cognitively understand anything about this. This is just a thing that you are moving through. Do you have any particular ways that like you view temperance or think about temperance? It's one that I have a little bit harder time with. Um, I know in, I think a couple different of my decks, um, there's definitely like both like water and fire and that whole, like, yeah. Opposing when you were talking about like positionally, like it's kind of right in the middle or close to the middle of the major arcana, I guess not quite right in the middle, but it also made me think about the stuff that you've had recently with cards. Like you had the world, but you also had the fool. And even though like it's in a different part, it feels like it's in that, like, okay, I'm done with this, but like, I need to start this. And it feels very appropriate for (laughs) the stuff you've been talking about. So, like, fittingly, as I, like, what am I being invited, or, like, how can I be more present with what's here and now, and it's, like, this kind of theme of what's come before and moving on to something new, but also, like, Four of Pentacles, letting it be slow and just, like, embracing and not forcing, what energy am I being invited to move forward towards was Five of Wands? Which we talked about just last week, but it came up for you. And Five of Wands, as we kind of talked about, is this like embracing the messiness of it all. Um, That there, there can, again, be this desire to take all of the energies of the moment, to take all of the passion and the creative projects and the fire and everything that Wands represents and to line it up nice and neat and sort it out like a to-do list. And there is a chaos that needs to be in Five of Wands. Like, the chaos needs to be there. And how can you sit with that? How can you embrace that? There's this idea about, like, letting the fire expand before it contracts back down and like what is in that expansion and like what is in that burning um in the next world tarot uh five of wands is sat on the floor like quite peacefully like hand on heart but she's also holding like essentially like a molotov cocktail um like <laughs> ready to throw and burn shit down and i think I think that needs to be sat with because there's like a pause of what am I trying to destroy here? And am I trying, am I trying to like fight a fight that doesn't need to be fought or is something actually asking to be burned down? And again, there's like the surrender of, if it needs to be burned down, it will burn down. And that there's nothing about the fives in any of the fives 
none of them ask you to do something. This is why we both kind of laughed when last week they came up in the like, what do we need to be still with? There's nothing about fives that are like, take action, act on these feelings. Like, it's like, sit with this. What is coming up in this? Um, Find these moments of pause, of reflection. And I think, yeah, Five of Wands is really about the like, what is it about the messiness that is stirring things up in you? And like, just let it be messy. Yeah, maybe they just need to be chaotic for a while and what will come from that chaos like who knows yeah the sitting with it is so hard for people who like to do stuff like so annoying (laughs) yeah so I feel like I got these two messages of like relax lean into it let this part of the journey be this part of the journey like moving moving it was really interesting for me to get a five as like what am I moving forward towards because I'm like I don't want to move forward towards five of wands like I don't (laughs) want to move forward towards chaos but I think like moving forward towards that embracing of like the magic of sitting in the middle of chaos and being like, this is cool. Like I will thrive here. That can be really interesting. I think to play with and to just to not see the chaos as a thing that needs to be fought to not see the fire as a thing that needs to be put out, but to just be like, okay, it's going to do what it's going to do. We'll see what happens. And so then the thing connecting these (laughs) underneath all of this is Page of Pentacles, which again, we have talked about. And Page of Pentacles, for me being one of the cards that most calls me to root into the earth, to to find a deep, deep connection to what is rooted and what is safe, to let the earth come up and support me, and to, again, relax. Because, so for Page of Pentacles, I always go back to the Lightseer's Tarot and the image of the page who is balancing on one foot. And whenever you're sort of in these balancing positions, you don't necessarily want to lock any of your joints. You want to have like a looseness there. And if, or if you think about like balancing on a surfboard or balancing on anything that gets a little bit wobbly, you need to have bend in your knees so that you can like absorb the bumps and the ups and downs and the shocks of it all. And so like page of pentacles for me is like a sinking into the earth and just like a sinking into my body and to letting it all be loose because if you try and hold it really really tight it is not going to work and if you think about like holding a seed really really tight like it is (laughs) not going to grow and so yeah for me page of pentacles really requires this just 
letting the earth come up and support you, sinking down to meet the earth where where it wraps around your foot and and holding on to because page of pentacles is often um holding on to their pentacle. Um kind of holding on to that connection to the thing. So basically, all of my cards were like, "Hey, relax." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, cool. Cool. Sure. That's that's fine. I can easy uh, all I could think about while you were talking about that about the page of pentacles was that I find it very interesting that in uh, Ellie's summer rest program that we've both been doing that this week is restorative yoga <laughs> and I'm like I wonder how Jolie does with that <laughs> I am working on my ability to relax. <laughs> so for podcast listeners, relaxing is not a state that comes easy to me. I carry, it's not just tension in my body, but like energy in my body at all times. I'm not a person who does well with sitting still. I'm very fidgety. I like my attention is being drawn in 10 directions at once. And like, there's a lot that like, it it takes a lot for me to, to sit still because there's nothing to do when you sit still. (laughs) And, And I want things to do. Um, so yeah, there is a real theme of like restorative practices to these cards this week. <laughs> I'm really enjoying doing this podcast and watching like how the cards are evolving throughout the weeks and you know, there was a lot of like tension in my early cards and then we there was a lot of like receive and be open to connection. And then there was a lot of just like feel your feelings, which I like moved through and have really been embracing. And now the cards are like, relax. (laughs) And I'm just like, uh, no, no, like, let's, let's not do the whole relaxing thing. Um, yeah. So, which, and, and it's really interesting to get these in this week where I just opened up by saying like, I'm feeling really called to, to like let go of summer and move into autumn and move into like doing and working. And it's just like, maybe, maybe that's not the right step. Maybe I'm trying to force, force work or like to force myself into a work mode and to force myself to like start doing things with work and doing things with creative projects and that like the timeline just isn't right for those things and that maybe there are things that need to fall away or things that need to come through that I will kind of not allow if I try and control all this. So we'll see where this goes this week. How about you? What cards came up for you? I I also love doing this podcast because... Like listening to you talk about your cards and then I'm looking at my cards and I'm like, different cards and yet also kind of the same messages, <laughs> but in a slightly different version. I also was having a hard time with like, what questions do I have this week? I don't know. I feel like I don't know is like what I say about everything at the moment. 
because if I like actually try and come up with another answer, like, yeah, I don't want to do that. I don't want to commit to anything. <laughs> I don't want to, yeah, actually give real answers to anything at the moment. Um, where I eventually landed, um, and I still don't love them, but it's, I finally went, I just have to pick something and quit overthinking it was to ask about what I want more of and what I want less of. And then the third one was similar to what you were saying, like what is connecting these, you know, what's the, the path between them or the path forward. I didn't get real clear on the third question. So what came up for what I want more of is the eight of wands. And then what I want less of was the five of cups. So again, fives. And the like the path connection was the chariot. So again, like you were saying, like got some interesting major arcana coming up. I haven't gotten as many as you have. But that's a card I have not pulled in a long time. And so what was weird, though, is before I drew my cards on Sunday, for some reason, I was thinking about things and I thought about it and then it showed up and I'm like, OK, what's going on? <laughs> this is one of those like the more I have sat with these cards in the last day or two, I've gotten like with the what do I want more? What do I want less of? It feels more and more like maybe this is what I think I want, but is it really what I need sort of thing? Because the Eight of Wands, I, I love this version of it in the Lightseer's deck. It's like, it feels to me like excitement and fireworks and like all the fun. And on a surface level, I'm like, yes, I want more of that. Like some part of me, like a couple weeks ago, I was talking about how had a week and it felt really awesome. And then since then it's felt like a bit of a letdown and I'm like, well, I want to get back to that. And at the same time, I realized like life is ups and downs and like ebbs and flows and you can't have that all the time. And also like, you know, why, why can't I have fun all the time? It also made me think a little bit about the, like fear and excitement being two sides of the same coin. And so I want the energy and excitement, but it feels so close to fear that like, maybe that's why I'm not letting myself have it. What thoughts do you have on eights and eight of wands? Cause I'm feeling very like, I don't know exactly what to do with this. <laughs> Yeah, Eight of Wands has this real energy of things moving at their own speed. And sometimes things can move quite quickly and that can feel both scary and exciting. And I, I really think it is that energy of like how <laughs> how can you take the hands off the wheel and stop judging the pace at which things are moving and just like trust that you might be about to hit your all of a sudden 
things happen underground and they happen at their own pace and it can feel like it goes slow, 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 slow. And then all of a sudden something happens. And we see this a lot in coaching work. In coaching work, they talk about the metaphor of like a clogged pipe, which I find like unsatisfying. (laughs) But the idea of like you, when you have a clog in the pipe, like you, you can poke at it and poke at it and poke at it. And, and a little bit of water will start to trickle through, but then all of a sudden that, that clog gets cleared and the water starts flowing and we just don't know, like the, the slowly, slowly, slowly is important. It counts. It is work, even if there's nothing coming of it. Um, so again, like with coaching clients in terms, this looks like sometimes I have clients who are with me for three months and nothing happens. They don't see, they feel like they're not seeing any progress until like two weeks before we finish up coaching. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh my God, everything's shifting. Like everything's so different. I'm like, yeah, because we did that work for like the two and a half months that it just wasn't visible. And so for me, Eight of Wands has that real, like the all of a sudden is coming. The all of a sudden can feel very scary and, or it could feel very exciting or it could feel both but you don't determine when you're all of a sudden comes. Yeah, that feels, that feels about right. Yeah. Cause I feel like in, I'm in a like, yeah, I want, I want to be doing stuff. And also I don't, it, it feels a lot like what you were just saying with you. It's like, part of me is like, wants to be doing things. And part of me is like, but something doesn't feel quite right. So, and that's where I think that like, I feel like I want it, but like some part of me also doesn't. <laughs> I have thoughts on this, but I want to wait till you get to the rest of your cards. That's fine. Because <laughs> they, t- they tie into the rest of your cards. Um, so what came up for what you don't want? Um, that I wanted less with um, Five of Cups. And this is why I love that we're talking about these. Because when you commented about the fives aren't asking you to do anything. And so like Five of Cups, I think in all of my decks, it's it has a very like sad kind of dejected feeling. I feel a little bit of that with this week. The original thought that I had, um, because this is something I've been journaling about a fair amount and looking at the Five of Cups and wanting less of it is, I feel like I've been getting stuck in that, like, victim mode isn't quite the right thing, but kind of like that, like, waiting for someone else to come fix things. And that... Like recognizing that I don't want to keep waiting for someone else. And it feels like there's this like push and pull with like this versus that eight of wands. Like I want to be doing something. And also I kind of need to just sit here. And I mean, it makes a lot of sense in the context that like you and I chatted the other day. I'm in that place of what we call the goo the like transforming from the caterpillar into the butterfly like there's that part in the middle where you're like can't go back want to go forward but like I have to wait because exactly what you were just saying with the slowly 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 all of a sudden like I'm not ready to move forward in some way and I don't like it (laughs) I don't like being told, like, you need to sit here and wait for things to be right. And so then it was really interesting that the other card I got with this was the chariot. (laughs) 
something. I'm like, it very much feels like it embodies that, like, you want to be the one, like, driving things, but you're not always the chariot card from the spacious tarot. I really like the imagery in it. You're in a river or something like that. And like the walls are kind of on you and you're having to be carried along. <laughs> and yeah, the perspective is you, you really can't tell like, you know, are you steering? Or are you not? <laughs> are you just having to go with the flow? And like, I want to be going places and I want to be in charge and in control of that. And also like, but I don't know where I'm going. So how can I be? And yeah, I just do not like this place. <laughs> yeah. So five of cups. Again, if we talk about like honoring what is with fives and sitting with what is, and particularly sitting with like the unpleasantness of what is, then in Five of Cups, we're sitting with the unpleasantness of our emotions. And and so, yeah, in Five of Cups, it can be grief. It can be disappointment. And so for that card to come for you in the, like, what don't you want or what do you want less of position, I can, it feels to me like this, like, you haven't pulled out the splinter yet. And so um, the context for that is there's like, we try and like heal um, and we try and move forward. But if we have like a splinter and we leave the splinter in, like the wound never heals and we have to like pull it out. And, and we have to, in terms of like five of cups, like look at, where is your disappointment? Where is your grief? Where is your unhappiness? And like, you can't just shove, you can't just keep shoving that down because on the surface you ended something and you're like, cool, I'm moving to the next thing. And five of cups is like, well, you have to deal with all these cups. Like you've got to, um, you've got to deal with the feelings of the change because like you said, you part of you does not want to move forward. Part of you is like resisting the next thing or the taking action or whatever it is. And and then chariot being the thing that connects. Chariot for me is a card of what got you here won't get you there. Like you have to get out and change vehicles. And <laughs> Or, um, yeah, Chariot makes me think of, like, the hermit crab who has to move to a bigger shell. And there's, like, that real moment of vulnerability when you leave one shell and go into the bigger one and you, like, for half a second don't have a shell. That's what holds us back. That is the bit that's like, okay, I can't stay where I am. I know I can't stay where I am. I also have to move forward, but you cannot think your way into moving forward. You cannot force yourself. Going back to our rebel children that we talked about, <laughs> you cannot just be like, hey, die, we're moving to the next thing. Get going. Time to go. We got to go. Get your shoes on. Get out the door. Every single <laughs> part of you is my little toddler who's looking at me and taking off his shoe and being like, no. So it's like, 
okay. Like you have to be gentle with that and like not just be like, oh, I feel resistance. Like, okay, what's in the resistance? Like what is there? What are the five of cups? Um, and I think only then can you like actually relax and let that river take you to the next place. You talking about that reminded me like what I wanted to ask for a question this week was like, how do I surrender? And I'm immediately like, there is no answer to that. <laughs> the cards are not going to tell me. I would really like them to like, come on, just tell me what I got to do so I can do it and move on. Like I'm tired of just waiting for it to happen. <laughs> <laughs> tired of waiting for the surrender. <laughs> I did not say it made sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I get it. I It's like me with the moon card. It's like the thrashing around and being like, yes. how do I surrender as I'm thrashing? And it's like, <laughs> yes. maybe just stop. Maybe just stop. Like, <laughs> not surrendering. Um, so how how are we going to take the energy of these cards forward into our week? I feel this might be a cop out, but I feel like my cards are asking me to not do anything to just like <laughs> let my week unfold as it will unfold um, to just like be present with what's here on my plate. Um, I feel like this, my cards this week are somehow calling me just to observe, to just notice what feels good? What is not feeling good? What feels like it is pulling on my attention in a bad way? What feels like it's pulling on my attention in a good way? How am I feeling about just like how I spend my time, how I spend my like emotional energy to like really be present and check in with like what is here and now and not try and shift it or change it or force it into something else, but just like like, do like a temperature check. Like, okay, how how are things? Um, notice, be present, and like, what what is going on? And then there might be room and space to make changes or to tweak things. Like, first there needs to be just a real observing of what is going on because and gathering of information. Otherwise I'm like making changes from like a, I should be like this. I should be doing this and not just like, yeah. What is actually true. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Um, I kind of feel the same <laughs> part of me is like, I should think of my own thing, but it, you know, as we just talked about, like I'm not wanting to, sit with feelings and that's probably what I need to do <laughs> it's just yeah pay attention to stuff and see what's actually going on um because one of the things I was thinking about with like you know you're in that stage where you're like in the goo it's like like moving on to the next step. Yeah. You have to actually like be paying attention to, Oh, okay. Like I'm frustrated because I'm in this stage of like, can't go back to what was before. I don't know exactly what the like thing I'm moving toward looks like. 
but the only way I'm going to like figure that out is to start paying attention to like, I don't even know how to explain it exactly, but. Yeah. And I wonder if it's like less of a paying attention to and more of like an actively excavating the past. (sighs) Sure. Point that out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's more of a, like, like you were just saying the, you know, okay, look at what not to do. And, and look at all of the things that you're like actively trying not to look at as you're like, you're so glancing forward. Like what are all the things in the (laughs) present and in the past that you're like actively not looking at and maybe take your head away from, if you think about being on that chariot or being on that river Mm. image and like trusting that you're moving forward, even while you're not looking forward, even if you turn your attention Mm. for a minute and like, look at those things in your life that you like, don't want to talk about or like don't want to you'd rather like no like let's just keep shoving that in the corner let's just keep shoving that in the corner (laughs) like maybe it's time to like not shove things in the corner yeah it could be (laughs) (laughs) i love i love the the small level of like nope (laughs) Uh, everything comes in its own time yes you either look at the things in the corner or they will eventually make themselves known. And like, both of those are fine. The only thing I can think of, I will make sure I'm actually journaling and like get some accountability for that because um, otherwise I will avoid it. I mean, you've, you've reminded me before. Cause like, yeah, when I don't want to look at things, I just like, I can do that later. I don't need to write down how I'm feeling. I don't need to actually think about this stuff. And I know, like, yeah, I get like that when I don't want to deal with stuff. So, yeah, just, like, let whatever come up, but actually, like, make a container for that. Because otherwise I will just, yeah, keep pushing it in the corner. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I feel like this has been a real week of, or, I mean, not just a week, but a period of... (laughs) kind of a, a like a micro look at what it is to navigate change um navigate changes from like a personal perspective navigate changes from like a business perspective and that change is not linear and it's not doesn't come like step by step we're not putting like lego pieces together and then suddenly you're like cool i've changed like it is messy and it is like there can be like this back and forth and like yeah I deeply love observing like the process of change and of transformation I mean I wrote a whole book about it like I just yeah there's a messiness to it that you're like well okay I will I will get through this um I I want to control every part of this process and I can't. And yet somehow the change still happens, like without us controlling it. And um, yeah, as we shift into autumn season, um, for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere, I'm, I'm excited to see 
what energies that like brings into both of our lives. So those have been our cards for this week and our thoughts on them. As always, pictures of our cards and links to anything mentioned will be in the show notes. You can find the link to that as always in the description below. If you have thoughts, questions, comments about the cards we drew, you can leave us a comment on Instagram. We're at two tarot nerds or come over to twotarotnerds.substack.com and leave us a comment on the post there. If you like and enjoy this podcast, if you find it interesting, please share it with a friend. It helps us um, get in front of new people and really helps the growth of this podcast and allows us to keep doing this thing that we love doing. Thanks so much for listening and we'll be back in your ears next week.